Hi there, and welcome to episode number four of the Drone Mentor podcast. Hi there, welcome to episode number four of the Drone Mentor podcast. I am Matt Williams, I'm the Drone Mentor, and today we're going to be talking about something that I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, um, and loads of people have been asking me about it. Thanks to everyone, as, as always, for getting in touch, for um, your kind messages, the questions that you're sending in, and, and the feedback that you're giving me. It's really good, so thank you for that. You can get a hold of me if hello at thedronementor.com if you need to get a hold of me um, or find us on the socials um, and just go to thedronementor.com and you can find links to all of those on the website over there. It's great that we've got such a massive crew that's starting to grow and everyone's in there um, helping each other and uh, yeah, there's some really cool bits going on inside the, uh, the various groups over there. Um, the thing that we're going to talk about today though, really I think for me, is, um, is what it all boils down to, right? That's the whole reason we're doing the Drone Mentor and this is about um, something that I have been working on really since we started. And again, if you listen to um, uh, the episode of the podcast a couple of episodes back, I think it was episode number two now, um, where I talked about the fact that we almost made a million pounds in our very first year of trading within the drone industry. And then we almost lost everything. Because if I'm honest, I didn't really know what I was doing in business at the time, certainly business at that scale, business at that quantum you know, I'd never had um, anything do anything like that kind of um, revenue level before. So yeah, it was it was really challenging. And from that, you know, the way we we recovered was by I me really doing lots and lots of study, lots and lots of learning. Um, took a real deep dive into business and the fundamentals of business, how things work, um, and really then went on to develop the systems that we needed. I mean, if I'm honest, I didn't even know that things like CRM systems, the customer relationship management systems existed. You know, we kept everything inside a black book at first um, on one of the girls' desks in the office. And if she was away, that was it. We didn't know who we needed to call that day. We didn't have anyone's phone numbers, you know, aside from going through Gail's black book, as we used to call it. So yeah, it was um, interesting. But what I'm hoping is that from the things that we've learned, the systems that we've created, the fact that, you know, we've learned about developing leads on autopilot, we've learned about nurturing those leads, turning them into clients. We've then learned about taking those clients and delighting them, delivering them an incredible product. And hopefully, you know, you're starting to see the fruits of those labors in the Drone Mentor, right? We give away a lot of value up front. We hopefully are delivering something that you guys are enjoying and I try and over deliver with everything that we do so that we delight you and hopefully at some point when we have something to sell to people, you will potentially become a customer. And more than that, you become part of the family, you become a raving fan is really what we want to create. And that's what we did in the drone world when we were doing our drone flying. And that's what really stood us in good stead because those raving fans, those people who love you and really appreciate what you do and, and appreciate going above and beyond for them are the people who then re kind of become your recurring revenue streams. But more than that, they're the people who go and sell for you. It's far easier for um, a client to be brought on board by someone else saying that you guys are amazing and we love what you do and you deliver incredible value and you deliver an incredible product and incredible solution at a great price than it is for us to go out and sell ourselves. Okay, so that's the aim. But what we've done, and um, a couple of years ago, I ran, just before the, the kind of global pandemic, I ran a, a programme 
for people who wanted to start drone businesses because we do a lot of stuff in the regulatory space. You know, we do lots of um, teaching people how to get their certifications and their permissions and their licenses wherever you may be in the world. But actually, people want a lot more than that. You know, people who want to build a business need to know how to build a business. They need to know how to build something that's sustainable. And we recognised that. We worked with people. We were getting that feedback. And that's what people wanted to know. So I created a a product, effectively, a, a training programme um, that was based around six steps to success. And we called it the six steps to a successful drone business. And I went around the UK and then around the world um, teaching that on stage to people. And then we broke that out into what we called roundtable sessions, uh, where actually we did them physically in person. Can you remember those days? Crazy halcyon days before the pandemic, where we actually met people and sat around a table and drank coffee. And we used to do these kind of half day or day long sessions in some cases where we got up to 12 people around a table. Um, and it was, you know, a considerable amount of money to be there and be in that circle. And we taught them, um, or they'd done the online training element, and then we, we kind of took that forwards and taught them and mentored them and coached them into how to set up and run a successful drone business. And some really interesting things came out of that. The, unfortunately, the kind of pandemic got in the way of us expanding that and us um, growing that how we wanted to, really, um, because, you know, the kibosh was put on and then I became ill and we had some family health problems and, and it's not something that we've continued. But what I have done since we ran those round table sessions since I ran that training course is boiled it down even further into what you actually need to know. And a few of you picked up, I think, on one of the previous podcast episodes um, where I mentioned the Droners framework. And that is what I've created. Um, and it's what I am bringing to you today. And I'm, what I'm going to do is take a, a very high level overview of what the Droners framework is. Now I've explained kind of where it came from and hopefully given you a bit of background as to why it exists and why I created it in the first place, or certainly why I have created it based on the training that we've done um, and based on the continuing feedback that we've got from that, because the elements of that training are still available. That'll be gone soon because I'm going to replace it with the Droners framework and what will come next. Um, and to give you guys a sneak peek of that, that'll be called the Drone Business Blueprint, um, which you'll be able to get through the Drone Mentor. And um, there are a few other cool things coming in the very near future um, that I'll be running through with the beta testers first, the small beta testing group that we had um, that um, people signed up for and then uh, releasing to the rest of you, which is awesome. So, Droners then, what is it? What does it mean? And for us, it's about giving you a framework, a step-by-step -step guide um, using the acronym Droners. So hopefully it's easy to understand um, that allows you to get an idea of where to position yourself in the drone industry and the things you need to be thinking about before, I would suggest, you even commit to starting a business in the drone industry before you commit to spending a significant amount of money, which is what we see a lot of people doing without actually thinking about it properly in the first place um, it, and, and work out where they want to go. OK, and then once you have decided all of those things, it then walks you through uh, what I think are the main things you need to think about more. I would say the strategy than the actual tactics. So that's the the 
the primary things you need to do, the high level things that you need to do and be thinking about and you need to be implementing. Um, and then the tactics will come if you join us on different courses further down the line where we um, where we kind of talk about this. But ultimately, I mean, you know, I've now been in a privileged position where I've trained more than 43,000 people all over the world um, since we started the kind of drone training school back in 2014 in the UK. Um, and as I say, from that, you know, we've tracked lots of people and we've seen people come, we've seen people go, we've seen people thrive though within the industry. And when we look and we've spoken to those people and we've done focus groups around those people who are thriving in the industry, there was a distinct pattern. And that was what we moved forward into the round tables. And actually, if you look at some of the people, and I will bring them onto the podcast, they don't know this yet, I've not spoken to them about this, but I'll bring them onto the podcast because I know that they'll be willing to do it. These are people who um, managed to uh, or got themselves into a position where they're now doing really well from the drone industry and not necessarily, and this is an important thing to take on board, not necessarily from flying drones. Okay, um, we've got some people indeed who've gone on to do that and are doing it for, you know, the BBC and flying FPV for Top Gear and things like that. And a lot of the stuff you'll have seen on the television um, and potentially in films have been done by people who've come through our training courses. The um, We've had people go on and do inspections full time. Um, you know, we've had people go on and um, and actually, interestingly, and this is one of the things that I talk about in this framework, and we'll come on to in a second, uh, people not just flying drones, okay? People working out what their superpower is. So what is the thing that you've got that's a USP? And for me, it's training, right? That's my main background, and that's, you know, led me down the path that I'm on now and actually means I don't really fly drones apart from going out and enjoying flying at the weekends. And I'm looking to get back into that, of course, but it isn't something that... I do on a daily basis now to pay the bills. I do training to pay the bills because I've found my superpower is training people and helping people and mentoring people and nurturing people, nurturing people and coaching people and helping them improve themselves. That's what I do. That's what I love. That's what I'm passionate about. That's why I'm talking to you now. Um, you know, and, and it's about finding your superpower. And, um, you know, I can think of one chap, um, Peter Campbell in particular, just sprung to my mind then who went on and realized actually do you know what my superpower isn't necessarily flying the drones you know i'm sure he's, he's done a lot of that and he made some good money from doing that um by the sounds of it in the very early stages but quickly realized that actually manufacturing a solution for drone operators was what he wanted to do um another one i can think about from around the round tables um we had a conversation it turns out that this chap was an expert at marketing um, and in particular, social media marketing for companies and brands to help them get themselves out there. And I was like, well, OK, cool. Why are you getting into the drone industry? I just want to fly drones. It looks really good fun. OK, that's cool. But what have you got that's going to set yourself apart? And we did a little bit of digging around this, chatted amongst the kind of 12 of us around the table. And in the end, it was like, look. There are lots of drone operators out there who want to start companies. They want to get out there and, and be successful and make money in the drone industry, but they don't know how to market themselves. And around the table, there were 11 people there who were like, yeah, I've got no idea. I said, dude, look, you've got to break out of this, right? By all means, be in the drone industry. Use that as your niche, as your, your kind of target audience, as your ideal client. But teach and consult for those people 
on how to do their social media marketing. Teach them how to do that so that they can build their drone business. That will then mean that you are in the drone industry. You are at the forefront of it. You have a business within the drone industry. You can make a lot of money from consulting doing that, by the way, um, and doing a done-for-you service, for example. But it's not necessarily flying the drone, okay? And... I've always said this to everybody, this, the drone industry, everyone comes into it or most people seem to come into it thinking, I'm going to fly a drone and I'm going to make millions of pounds. And I would say, just take a check pace. Okay. Have a think about that. Think about what your superpower is. Try and find it out and how you can then relate that through a solution to people in the drone industry. And then, you know, you're embedded in it and you might be able to fly your drone and enjoy flying your drone at the weekends or go to some amazing places and do it. That might not be what you want, right? You might want to get into it and be flying. And that's cool. There is space for that. But you need to have that kind of internal conversation first. And actually, I'd suggest go and kind of um, ha actually have that physical conversation with other people. Um, you know, join the fate of... <laughs> plug for the Facebook group, right? But go and join the Drone Mentor Facebook group and put your kind of questions and thoughts and comments and concerns in there and, and have those conversations. There's a lot of people out there willing to help. Um, but I think, yeah, that's a lot of context there. That's a, an overview of what it is. Really, what does it mean for us? And this is where you might want to grab a pen um, or um, stick around till the end. And I've got a very special download for you, um, which might be very helpful. And I'll give you the link to that at the end of this podcast. Um, but the Droners framework itself, what does it stand for? Fairly straightforward. D is for diversify. R is for read everything. O is for operate. N is for network. E is for equipment. R is for reach. And S is for specialize. Okay, so droners is the um, the word that you can write out and then all of those things come off that. Um, and I'm going to dive into what that means to us. All right, let's put some flesh on the bones. Let's put it into context. So first of all, diversify. As I've always already said, it's not always about the drone. You need to be thinking about the solutions that you can provide to your ideal clients and how you can leverage the technology that you've got available to you to deliver a more resource effective solution. That's what this is all about. So as I mentioned before, you know, the example about um, the marketing expert that was in the room with us, rather than flying a drone for a living, you know, Consider, if that's your superpower, consider teaching drone pilots how to market themselves or provide a done-for-you service and then go and fly for fun at the weekends. There are lots of opportunities in the drone space and flying a drone isn't the only way to make money. That's really important to understand. Then we're into, so that's the D covered for diversify. We're then into R, read everything. All right. And yep, yeah, now is the time to get your head into the books. One of the biggest things that you can do um, in order to help yourself be successful is to learn from those who've already achieved some or all of what you're looking to achieve as well. There's no point inventing, uh, reinventing the wheel on this, guys. No point whatsoever. Um, ultimately, if something works, model what works. Don't copy it. All right. I'm not saying go out and copy it, but certainly model what works. Uh, model that method and then go out and make it work for you too. Ultimately, it's your job if you want to be successful in this to become great at the things you want to do and to sell your client and, and you want to sell to your clients. All right. And the quickest way of doing that, the quickest way of um, 
elevating yourself is to learn from experts who are already out there and are absolutely crushing it. You know, you can get a massive head start on people who had to pioneer the methods and techniques that are available to us today. Um, you know, I remember back in the day, we went into kind of 3D modeling and we did lots of 3D modeling of dams and of structures, but we were really pioneering that. You know, we were working with beta um, versions of software. We were working with beta versions of aircraft and technology so that we could go out and capture, manually capture thousands and thousands of photographs, tie those together using, in some cases, 40 to 60,000 pounds worth of computer systems and hardware to kind of do the 3D processing. All of that has changed now. There's no need for you to go out and do that. You know, you can learn in a couple of hours now the software that you need that automates all of that. You can then go out and capture the data. You can upload that into the cloud. It will process it for you. Where well, we used to have to manually process it and be involved in the, you know, the um, the building up of that data into different data sets. You don't need to do that now. So you know, rather than spending four years and a hundred thousand pounds doing that, within a couple of weeks you could be up and running, and you can be doing that if that's what you wanted to do. So learn from people who've gone before you, build on their foundations and increase your capabilities exponentially is, is the thing to do. So R is for read everything, get your head into the books, get your head into, um, you know, being in a place where you can learn, listening to things like podcasts and going out and watching tutorials, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, that's what we want to be doing all the time if you want to be successful. That's one of the things that I learned, I think, very quickly was that, I, hang on a minute, no, I need to be reading a book a week. And I, if I'm honest, I don't have time to sit down and read a book a week. So I listen to lots of books on Audible about business, about processes, about self, um, yeah, personal development, um, you know, building when I was kind of going on stage and stuff. And I didn't really know how to do it. You know, it's lots of self-help and confidence learning. And the way I do that is whenever I'm in the car, whenever I'm walking the dog, um, anytime I get spare, I'm listening to books. And, and I would very much suggest that you look to do the same. Don't waste your time though. Okay. Try and read relevant things. Try and listen to relevant things. Try and listen to relevant things um, or watch relevant things on YouTube. Okay. If it doesn't help you, then get rid of it. And I'm not saying it needs to all be graphed, right? I know sometimes we need to watch things on telly that we can enjoy and we need to listen to podcasts that we find funny. If you want to do that, that's fine. But don't do that all the time, okay? If you're serious about this and you want to make it work, temper what you do and map out the time that you spend um, and, and spend it um, productively, is what I would suggest rather than sitting there watching cat videos on YouTube. Okay. Um, then we're into the O of the Droners framework is, which is operate. Okay. So now it's time to get out and fly. Um, and I know it's a bit weird. It's like, why wouldn't I get out and fly straight away? I'm not saying you can't do that. Okay. You absolutely should be and could be um, getting out and flying if that's what you want to do. Again, that's one of those things that you can do to relax and get away from the learning, right? That you can do to clear your head. Um, and get some rest and relaxation. That ultimately, I suppose, is why a lot of us get into the drone thing, right? Because we enjoy it. But what you need to be doing is focused operating. So once you've decided the areas that you want to go into, once you've done the research into those things, that's when you want to be going, right, okay, I'm going to be structured with my time now. I want to get into doing photogrammetry and creating 3D models. So I need to be researching and reading and learning about 
how to create 3D models. I then need to be learning about the software that I need to do to need to kind of understand fully to be able to do 3D models. Then I'm going to plan a mission and I'm going to go out and I'm going to 3D make a 3D model or a 3D map or a, do a survey of this patch of land. I'm going to get the permissions in place. As if it's a proper job, I'm going to go out and capture the data. I'm going to come back and process that data and I'm going to create a fake data set or a real data set, but one that you're not going to give to a client. And that means then that you are forcing yourself to learn the techniques and learn the processes. Okay. So it's all about using your time and using your time wisely. Ultimately, the way I think about it, the way I've always taught the people that I've mentored, time is our most precious resource. Okay. And once it's gone, it's gone. You can't get it back. You can't spend money to get more of it. All right. So be constructive with your time and only spend it on the things when we're talking about business and business development and moving yourself forwards in the drone industry. Only spend your time on things that will move you forwards towards your goals. All right. So that's O for operate. Then it, we're into N in the droners framework, which is network. So as you start to kind of hone in, and I know I said back at the beginning, the kind of diversify thing, just think about all of the different things you can do. Okay. And by all means go out, I would suggest and try different things, try filming, try surveying, you know, try and um, see if there's a, a niche, a vertical within the industry that works for you. But as we start to hone in, this is the point at which I would say it's, start, it's time to start reaching out to people and connecting with them. All right. For a lot of people and myself included, um, even now, I would suggest, but certainly when I first started, this is one of the most difficult parts of building a successful business. Um, but it's also one of the most powerful. All right. It's putting yourself out there and it's getting to um, to know people, getting people to know who you are um, and the solutions that you are looking to provide or can potentially provide already. One thing I would suggest within this in the networking space is to get yourself on LinkedIn. All right. Create your personal profile, first of all, um, and then start to build a business profile as well. Um, it's interesting that when we've done the research over the years, when we've looked at our own business, 80 percent of the leads the business, the commercial business that we've done as drone operators came from LinkedIn alone. All right. I'm not saying it's the only platform out there. It's not the only way of getting yourself out there and networking and marketing yourself to people, but it is awesome if you look to leverage it and use it properly. Okay. Once you've got your LinkedIn profile set up, Find and connect with some thought leaders from within the drone industry. There are lots out there now, okay? There are lots of CEOs and people who are making the right kind of noise and building products and solutions in the drone space that it's worth connecting with, all right? Once you've connected with them, look at the type of content that they're putting out. Read through the comments that appear, all right? The comments are really powerful on platforms like LinkedIn because then you can see what questions and what problems people have got. And ultimately, it's our job to create a solution for a problem, okay? So if we see a problem coming up all the time, well, actually, if we can create a solution to that problem, we've just gained ourselves, we've just created ourselves a job, all right? We've just made ourselves valuable, to the industry. That's what I did when I started the training side of things. You know, we saw a problem. The training at the time wasn't very good at all. So I was like, right, okay, the training isn't very good. Well, my expertise is in training. I'm a flying instructor in the Air Force and I've got model helicopter, model plane experience. I've got commercial, effectively drone experience, although it was model helicopters right back in the day. 
I'm going to tie all this together and create a solution to this problem. I'm going to make a cost-effective, all-in-one, in-a-box solution where people can come, they get looked after, they get a great journey, and they get really good training and their qualification at the end of it. And we blew it up and we've done really well from it. So you need to look and do the same. And, and I would suggest that one of the best places to find this kind of information, to find what problems people are having, for you to be able to then create a solution that solves those, the kind of solves that problem for them and makes you available is on LinkedIn. All right. Um, and once you've done that, you can then start connecting with people whom you think might be your ideal client. And by all means, and this isn't a plug, you can go and find me, Matt Williams, on um, on LinkedIn. Add me on LinkedIn. Follow the posts that I'm doing. Follow the kind of comments that people put on those posts. Go and look at my network because once you've connected with someone, you can see who their connections are. Go and connect with people in my network. All right, leverage my network and start there. All right, use it as a um, a stepping stone and a platform to you to for you to jump off onto. All right, um, and if you want introductions and stuff, then reach out to me, and I'm, I'm more than happy to um, to do that. That's uh, you know that's all all kind of part of the part of the gig right that's what we do so n in the droners framework is for networking then we're into e the equipment and this is the exciting bit right this is the bit we all want to do we all want to buy that shiny new drone the you know dji mavic pro 7006 thermal edition xt um, because it's cool and it's that's what we want right that's one of the reasons a lot of people get into this game is because it justifies them um, spending money on a drone and uh, and that's cool but i would suggest that's the wrong reason to get into it okay and um, if you if you think about it critically and you find that that is you right you buy the next newest drone as soon as it comes out because it's the new drone um ultimately are you doing that and have you set yourself up as a drone business i'm doing that in uh, in kind of speech marks in um, air speech marks for anyone who obviously can't see um then You've got to take a kind of a hard look at that and uh, and think about it because, you know, you we see people doing this all the time. They buy the shiny new drone without thinking about it and thinking it's going to get them business. And it isn't. All right. It's you that's going to get business. It's your skills and it's your solution to a problem that's going to get you business. If ultimately you are just justifying spending money on a drone because you want a drone by saying, oh, I'll start a business and make some money with it. Please please then don't go complaining about the fact that the drone industry is saturated. You can't make money in the drone industry because you're right. If you come at it like that, like I think most people do, you aren't going to be able to make money. You aren't going to be able to build a successful drone business. You need to be looking at um, how your what equipment you need to deliver the solution to the client that you are looking to get. Okay. Um, so ultimately, if your client is requesting highly detailed thermal scans and surveys of solar panels, well, you know, a DJI Mavic Pro 3 isn't probably going to be the right tool for the job. OK, um, you're going to be into a very different drone. By all means, you might have one of those. You might get one of those. It might be a tool that you have along the way. But, you know, I've seen it where people have gone out and they've bought Matrice 
aircraft. They've spent 30 grand on a DJI Matrice, um, whatever version it may be, you know, 210 at the time, 300 as it is at the time of doing these podcasts, um, this podcast now. They've bought the XT camera, you know, they've bought a Zoom camera and they've spent 30 or 40 or 50 grand on kit. And then they've gone, right, okay, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to go and get surveys and I'm going to go, oh my God, are you serious? This isn't how to do it, guys. Okay. Think about what you need as a tool to be able to deliver to the clients that you're getting, okay, and the work that you are getting. Don't please don't go spending that kind of money um, when you're first starting out. All right, start off small, work out what you want to do, and then when you're ready, by all means, go and spend that money on the equipment. All right, but please don't do it in the the early stages. We've seen so many people disappear by the wayside because that's what they've done. And I don't want that to happen to you. Um, a couple of things on that as well. Again, learn from my mistakes. We bought all of our equipment up front and um, it very quickly becomes obsolete. All right. And, you know, within a year, there is a new camera out. There is a new version of the drone out. There is a new version of the drone that then doesn't support, means that yours doesn't isn't supported in the software or the updates anymore. Um, so it's not safe to fly on site. For me now, if I was getting into this and I was at this stage where I need to start investing in expensive equipment, what I would do is I would look to lease the equipment. OK, um, that that is what I would do, um, because then it's not one of your assets. You know how much it's going to cost you every month. Um, it's it's a, a write off effectively in terms of cost as well. Um, so very kind of can be very cash flow effective. Um, keep your capital for you and for your marketing and your advertising and for your personal development, I would suggest, rather than spending a huge amount of capital on uh, on a drone only to end up having to sell it six months later when you can't get any work for it or you've run out of money and, uh, and you need to sell that to pay the mortgage, all right? Do it the other way around. Um, the other thing that's worth considering doing, lots of places now you can rent equipment from. So it might be that you feel like you might want to get into thermal inspections going down that route again, or you want to get into, um, you know, detailed um, photogrammetry, okay? Rather than going out and buying those drones because you think you're going to get work for it, get the work in, rent the equipment, and rent it beforehand, by the way, so that you can have a practice with it, okay? You know, go and get a couple of data sets with it and, and take the hit on that thousand pounds or whatever it might cost you. Trust me, it's going to be cheaper doing it that way and getting a couple of fake data sets than it is buying it and not being able to deliver or committing yourself to doing a job, um, renting it and then losing that client because you can't deliver. All right. So rent the aircraft first so that you've got that capability. You've got that experience. You've got that kind of tool in your toolbox and then Eventually, when you're bringing in enough work, you can then lease that, you know, lease a brand new version of that aircraft so that you've got it for a year or two and then you can hand it back to the leasing company. All right. So that's um, that's what I would suggest on that side of things. That's the equipment bit. Everyone jumps straight into it, but um, that isn't kind of where I would start. All right. That, that's why it comes quite a long way down in the drone's framework. Just while we're in the equipment side of things as well, this is the stage at which I personally would start to look at investing in infrastructure for your business. So things like a CRM system, a customer relationship management system. I would be looking at getting something like um, a virtual assistant in place at this stage as well, um, so that you've got someone to answer the phones, for example, whilst you're out on all the jobs that you're now getting in. Okay. Because you've 
followed the steps, you followed the system, um, you're starting to generate a pipeline of business. Because again, the problem I found and we found within our business was that when we were out filming and we were out filming all the time in that first 12 months of, of setting up our business and earning loads of money, while we were out filming, we couldn't then be on the phones getting new leads in or nurturing those leads and turning them into um, into customers who loved what we did. So it was one of those things that, um, yeah, at this stage, when you're thinking about getting this equipment and, and starting to specialise and, and offer more, this is where you want to put the infrastructure in place so that you can run things on autopilot and keep track of everything whilst you're getting busier um, so that you can really leverage that and, and explode and continue to grow. That's the big thing. Okay. Um, the next one then is um, the R, which stands for reach. Okay, so now we've got everything lined up as a, and business is starting to flow in. We've got all our infrastructure in place. People are starting to know who we are because we're networking. This is where um, we really want to double down and expand our reach. All right, we want to start to um, kind of double down on that networking. And instead of just kind of scattergunning ourselves, okay, and watching what's going on on LinkedIn and adding things on LinkedIn. This is where we want to start advertising. This is where we want to start saying to people, this is me, all right, I'm up on a pedestal now, and this is what I can do for you. One of the most powerful tools, by the way, that uh, it works inside of the, the kind of reach element is collaboration, all right? Um, we sometimes called it coopetition. Because what we want to do is collaborate with our competition in some cases, all right? It's a very, very powerful method for getting yourself out there and increasing your capabilities and increasing the amount of work you can do, all right? And the way we do that is by, because hopefully at this point we're getting known for what we do, we're very good at what we do, okay? What we want to do is reach out to people who are potentially our competition and say, hey, this is me, this is what we're doing, I know it seems like you're really busy in the space as well. Can we look to work together so that if you've got work whilst you're away in Australia doing that drone gig or while you're away in the Bahamas flying that drone gig, I can do the UK work for you. And also, by the way, we've got lots of work coming in for all of these radio masts that we need 360 spheres doing. Could you come and do the flying for us when I'm away or you know, when I need an extra team because there's an emergency, not an emergency, but a, a kind of last minute job that's come in, can I rely on you to do that for me? And we form those relationships with seven or eight different companies. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is brilliant because now when we get massive jobs in and one for us that we had as an example was um, we went round and we did 3D models of um, every single EDF own Siemens built wind turbine in the UK. Okay, we did that for a couple of summers on the bounce for a particular American company. Well, yeah, we could. But what that meant was that we got teams on the road for kind of six or eight weeks at a time going around the UK. And that meant then that the teams we had couldn't go out and do the flying that we needed them to. It meant that I needed to jump in sometimes and do that, which meant I couldn't then teach. So we collaborated with a number of other companies, a number of other very highly um, reputed operators, and we passed the work on to them. And they turned up in our gear, wearing our branded clothing or unbranded clothing, and white-labeled for us. 
All right. And we did the same for them and lots of other companies. And that was a, a really big way to grow our business. Yes, you don't make as much profit out of those jobs because you're paying someone else ultimately. But there are agreements to be had. Um, you do have to be a little bit careful with it sometimes. But everybody knows, particularly if you get the kind of robust legal processes in place and the frameworks in place, and you will need to get a contract done at that stage, um, a non-disclosure agreement and, a, and a, a contract which states that they're not going to poach your clients and vice versa. Okay. Um, but people are much um, much more open to this than you might initially think. And you need to be open to it as well. It's a really safe way for you to be able to scale your capabilities and your uh, and grow the, the kind of a capacity that you have without taking on too much risk. Another way to think about this as well is to reach out to local people who and local businesses, maybe even national businesses. I mean, that's what we did eventually, um, who could utilize your skills. For example, going back to things like the thermal surveys, there are companies out there that do ground-based thermal surveys of solar parks okay, um, and large solar arrays. Well, it's no doubt that they are thinking about getting a drone company in, or sorry, that they are thinking about building a drone capability, okay? And they're probably going to try and do that in-house. Well, it might be that you've been doing it for four years, okay? And you've been doing that service and, um, and delivering that service and solution already. Well, Go and speak to them and say, look, rather than you putting yourselves out of hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of gear, committing, um, you know, time for guys and girls to go out and get the training to be able to come and do this and then maybe letting clients down, et cetera, et cetera, because you can't deliver straight away or you can't do it properly straight away. Why don't we work together? I can do this. Look at this, these data sets. This is what I can provide and I can come as you. You know, I can be your drone unit. We can work and we can get some branded clothing. We can throw some magnetic signs on my van um, that have your logo on. Um, we can go out together and do it if you want, you know, and you can observe for me and I'll do the and do the client liaison and I'll do the flying and data collection. And by doing that, you can exponentially, I would suggest, um, grow your capabilities and your network and the amount of revenue that you can generate. It really is a win win. So that's the reach element, that kind of um, the second R within the Droners framework that um, that we have look, been looking at. Finally, and then onto the S of the Droners framework is specialise. Okay. This is the final step on your journey to building and growing a successful drone business. You need to become a specialist. And I think it, it might seem a little bit contradictory because I've said, look, diversify and be able to offer lots of different services. And by all means, you know, you can do that. And that is what we did. Right. And I still could. I could go out and I could fly heavy lift. I could go out and I could do 3D mapping. I could go out and I could get survey data for, for someone. But my specialty in the drone flying industry became what I was well known for. And I got asked to go all over the world to do, which was very heavy lift. So super heavy lift in very high risk environments. Okay. So I used to say I could fly in places that other people can't, um, with aircraft that they can't. Okay. That was, that was what we used to do. And I used to get paid a lot of money for that. And that was when really, because I became known for doing that specific thing, I could charge a lot of money. Okay. Um, I became an expert at high risk, super heavy lift flying. Um, and that's when you can really start to leverage what you do. Um, you know, look to become an expert at something. 
There's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, it's going to help you increase your reputation exponentially. Secondly, it's going to help you exponentially increase the amount you can charge and that you can earn. And third on that is that I would suggest becoming an expert in something that you're really interested in and that you're passionate about, okay? An area within the industry that you're passionate about. For me right now, that is training, okay? That is what I have fallen into, That well, fallen into. That's where I've structured my route to becoming um, is an expert so I can help you and I can teach you and I can help other people learn, build and grow in the drone industry, okay? Um, because... You are going to be immersed in this for the next three to five years at least. OK, so you have to love it and be passionate about it because it becomes very much no longer about the money. OK, the money comes. Don't get me wrong. The money comes if you become very good at what you do, if you become an expert in what you do. But more importantly, it's about being passionate about what you do so that you enjoy going to work and that you live, love what you do. Um, and live what you love, right? That's that's how I look at it. So that really is the Droner's framework um, in a <laughs> in a forty minute nutshell. Um, you know, quite an in depth look at what is really a high level framework. All right, the um, hopefully gives you a lot of things to think about um, and and to go away and challenge yourself over. All right, um, it, it's very much. Um, all of the things that you need to be considering if you want to start in the drone industry or if you have started in the drone industry but are struggling or even if you if you're already getting some success in the drone industry all right um it's about that guidance and mentorship and following that process because there'll probably be elements of it even if you are successful that you haven't implemented yet or you're not implementing at a high level and that's where we can help OK, so um, that's why this exists. That's what we build it down to. I hope that was useful. I know it's been a long one today, so um, I do apologise for that. But like I say, hopefully a really valuable piece of information for you. Um, let me know your thoughts, though. Um, please don't forget you can email me hello at thedronementor.com if you found this useful. Go and join our Facebook community and let us know in there as well. Ask any questions that you've got. Um, and please don't forget that if you are finding these useful, drop a review on the podcast on the service that you listen to it through um, so that we can share it with other people. And finally, before I do sign off today, um, I've got one little bit for you. If you go to thedronementor.com forward slash free droners guide. So that's free F-R-E-E droners, D-R-O-N-E-R-S guide, G-U-I-D-E. Um, then you will be able to download a 19-page, at the time of doing this podca uh, podcast, um, PDF that walks you through everything that I've just covered. Um, so that in, for those of you who didn't take notes, and I know lots of you will be listening while you're driving and stuff, so I wouldn't recommend taking notes as you go, um, you can get the guide and join the community. So yeah, um, let us know what your thoughts are, guys. I hope that was useful. I look forward to meeting more of you inside the community over the next uh, coming kind of weeks and months and hopefully years. And until next time, fly safe and blue skies. <laughs>